0: Good Monday morning, everyone! Woo! We have made it. Mondays are our, my favorite day, but you guys are joining me, Amy, here with Author Talk, and our lovely guest is Tom. But you know, Russell, Fern, and me. So you guys, hey, how are you guys doing? I have missed
1: you
2: guys so much. Why? Oh, you see, all the time. I haven't
1: seen you in over a year in person.
2: I know, but that's true. In
0: person, it feels like it, but. On a happy note though, you guys, Russell's been asking for three years. I've made it up, I have accomplished this. We are on multiple channels now. We are on LinkedIn, Facebook page, and our Facebook group, you know, so you guys go and be a part of our Facebook group. But we are on YouTube and Russell's gonna
1: tell you why that is super important. So Russell, go for it. Well, it's very important if you wanna help support us. First thing, and Amy's been saying this the last few weeks, If you won't, uh, it would help if you joined our author talk page on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Also, go to YouTube, subscribe on our YouTube channel, and both make a comment and push the bell button. Uh, It changes the algorithms that YouTube uses to suggest to other people, so it will enlarge the number of people that get an opportunity to see us. So, we very much would appreciate it if you would do this. Ooh, very that. Very important. Algorithms is the way we live now.
0: That is true. And I wish Which when is I, a
1: bad thing, but it's a true thing.
0: Well, yeah. But I, thing. I wish that when you said, you know, hit the little bell button, I could insert the little like ding, you know, <laughs>
1: and
0: my head goes off. I'm like, oh, You I should interrupt and be. In I don't know. I don't know. Rob, you know how I do. You know how it goes. But did anyone do anything fun and exciting this
2: weekend? Fern, did you get this your stuff This is raw
1: oyster them? day. This oh, is yeah, raw no, oyster season. Support. Fern, did you eat a lot of raw oysters this weekend? I did not, not eat
2: any oysters because I don't like oysters. Oh. oh. I am not a big fan of oysters. I'm, I'm a big disappointment
1: excited. in Fern. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. Raw <laughs> oysters oh. is part of what makes life good.
2: They're pretty good. I do like them. They're good. They feel weird in your mouth. I just don't like the way they You just gotta like, you can't think about
3: it. Yeah, you just go for it. Yeah. You just gotta go it's for it. It's not
1: like eating live Korean octopus so it clings to your throat as you eat those <laughs> <down>. <laughs> <in the> <laughs> way, I
2: don't eat that either. I, you know, I know this comes as a shock, but I don't eat that either. I, I'm it's shocked. I'm when it comes to like food textures. Like even. You
1: just wanted I, to say that word.
2: Yes, I she like did. I, I love that word, persnickety. Like it's just but the way she says it. I just I like love even, it. even okay. So mushrooms, I love the 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 flavor that they leave. Yeah, I know often, you did. I cannot actually eat them. Like I'll <laughs> push them aside. I'll cook with them, but I just can't. eat. Russell, you're so mean. Anyway, <sighs> Amy asked about my uh, weekend. So I, didn't I didn't have it. a yeah. reaction, but my last. What well, you got to
1: say for I did.
2: I did. <laughs> But I want to talk about this next coming weekend because even though this past weekend was pretty low key, yeah, this weekend, um, the twenty seventh is the gala for authorology. Okay? Yeah, because they had to get postponed because of the great freeze. You know, <laughs> the great
3: freeze, great freeze, great freeze breeze.
2: of twenty twenty one, and so mm-hmm. and so we had to postpone it. And so I'm excited because you know Inklings Publishing has been. Uh, working with them to put together our anthology and so we will be releasing it officially it'll finally be out and we'll finally be able to say who won the contest and these four people have been waiting (laughs) a whole extra month to find out who the winner is so i'm very excited about that they
0: are patient i am the most impatient person in the world i would be so irritated i would be nagging you guys did i win i I have sent them
2: of
0: loving emails i have sent them a lot of you
1: know emails. sometimes loving emails
0: just don't cut it i want to know <laughs> you know it's like that's great but i want to know okay know okay fabulous, we but- all know that
1: Amy is not patient or loving completely because in about <laughs> 10 minutes when somebody sneaks through that door behind hey, her, hey. we're going to see an explosion
0: <laughs> i try to keep those off scene or i just turn around so you don't see the full effect of my explosion but i will say it scares my daughter and that makes it worth it makes it worth yeah. it <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah you know my mommy it's one of those things but i don't know not instilling fear in children is fun but sometimes <laughs> when they're really on your nerves it's the most rewarding thing in the whole world. You're just like, yes, I have one. The highlight
2: <laughs> of my teacher year when I was teaching was the one, always, every year, at least one child would burst mm-hmm. into tears. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, you know, it's, it's not nice of me, but I did enjoy, you know. <laughs> I
1: bet you were a mean I, teacher. <laughs> I was a
2: terribly mean teacher. Mean. They, were, they were deadly afraid of me. These people behaved in my room. Because yeah, they, they do. do the yes. You know, well, you made me, me
1: cry because I wouldn't behave a couple of times. <laughs> I have made you cry, but
2: that's okay. If I need to push you to get those books in. Then... Oh, some people. <laughs> some people. Well, speaking
0: of books, so we have Tom here who has a new book. So, Fern, I'm going to kick it on over to you.
2: So, take it away. All right. Well, Tom, first, first and foremost, before go into your awesome book i have got to ask you about the dragon that is yes. behind you my friend because yes i can't take my eyes off of it if yes,
3: you're so lucky is, it,
2: you're not in the same space and i can just grab it right.
3: it's it's actually it's 3d quilt
2: oh, wow that yeah so
3: crazy. it's it is a multi-layered quilt that my first wife um took her about 12 years to put it together wow
2: that's yeah. it's lovely lovely mm-hmm
3: yeah it's a fantastic piece i wish you could see it up close it's it's very sparkly and uh, very three-dimensional and there's lots of different layers to it
2: so i really appreciate,
3: appreciate that you noticed that that's fantastic
2: yeah i mean you know dragons i mean you had me a dragon Dragons. You know. <laughs> but um tell us about your book so um it's a little lo- it's a it's a horror right scary
3: it is, it's kind of a fantasy horror but yes yeah mm-hmm. it's uh
2: i mean i could tell just from that cover because that cover so says horror it's
3: yes. a beautiful it cover,
2: cover. though a little bit alien so are we are we you know talking like an alien situation i know that they're fighting against the the red right the red is the enemy tell us yeah, about
3: so, it all right so so the book is basically a late medieval kind of Victorian era. Um, there are a lot of different characters. Um, There are like seven different points of view that are told through the books. There's basically seven main characters. Okay. Um, And they're all connected um, in a lot of different ways. There's two different competing timelines. One's about 200 years before the second one. The basic storyline is the red are, or the red is a collective intelligence that when the veils are thin on certain worlds, it can leak in. Mm-hmm. Um, the red is composed of a red fog or mist, which is, which is made of tiny droplets of conscious memory. Ooh. And when it uh, finds a child or someone whose boundaries are thin, someone who is dreaming, a poet, a dreamer, uh, someone who's half crazy, uh, it is able to take them over and turn them into agents which then allow them to take the world over
2: oh world domination i'm all world
3: domination mm-hmm. yes and it does that by turning them initially into these monsters that are on the cover
2: ah okay so um, the monsters are are hum are basically the 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 characters that are have been transformed by the evil
3: yes so so the bad so the monsters uh, the whole term of monster kind of gets turned on his head during the course of the book, um, the main characters have to confront their fear of the monsters and actually transform into them. While holding on to their humanity in order to be able to battle against them. So it's a, a book about what people are willing to sacrifice uh, what the characters are willing to endure for each other, what they're willing to give up. um kind of owning their their humanity in a, in a completely different way in a different form. And then how do they relate in these new forms? Um, some of the characters are very young. So two of the main characters are only 14. Um, some of the characters are over 100 years old. Um, so a lot of competing viewpoints, um, a lot of different uh, levels of maturity. Um, but it's about how this group of survivors uh, deals with their world being overrun by these monsters and what they have to do um, in order to survive and, and eventually, hopefully, um, win the world back.
2: I love the, the thematic idea of sometimes when you're battling something, you have to sort of become it, mm-hmm. but not lose yourself in the becoming in order to overcome. So that's yes. like really intense. So even though you have some characters that are you know younger age, This obviously Mm -hmm. might be a little bit advanced for a you know young audience. So your your book would be more for like um you know adult general audience readers.
3: I I would think late teens would be fine.
2: Late teens would be fine.
3: Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, It is it is a a rather dark story. There is a lot of uh, a lot of action. There's a fair amount of blood. A lot of fighting. Um, but there's a lot, a lot of contemplation as well about, you know, what is humanity about? The different characters as they, as they form relationships. There are there are four couples in the course of the book who form romantic relationships. Some are adults. The the teenagers um, also form a romantic relationship as their bodies and minds change, um, and then they still have to somehow work together to figure all this out.
2: Wow. Very nice. I mean, it sounds like you'd have a lot of layers. As you were writing this, are you, do you find that you're more of a plotter? Like, do you have a lot of outlines <laughs> no. in your Nothing. head and you just Nothing. put it on paper?
3: No, I, I, um, usually how I write is I'll get a sentence in my head or a scene in my head and I just play around with it and then it becomes something and I just follow it. And this book is the same way. Um, so I wrote the first chapter, which introduced one of the characters. And then I just keep going and just keep playing around with it. I try not to um, to put myself in it at all. Kind of the, the clearer channel I can be for it, the better it works. So I don't have any idea what's gonna happen until I write it. Nice,
2: that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. The Discovery writers I find Um, you know, I, I'm kind of a blend of discovery and plotting, right? I, Mm I just go, not according to Russell, you're not. (laughs) Russell doesn't know. He doesn't chart that stuff
1: out, girl. You have like five (laughs) books charted out.
2: But they're in my head. They're not like, (laughs) I don't, you know, they're, I don't chart them. I just, you know, start writing and then see what happens. Well, the um,
3: question, I think the question is, (laughs) do you know the ending of the book when you're starting it.
2: Uh, most of the time, I think yeah, so.
3: So so I think you are you are a hybrid.
2: I'm a hybrid. Yeah. You are mm-hmm. a
3: hybrid. I have no idea who's going to live or die until it happens.
2: Wow. Yeah, that's always exciting. Do you ever find yourself like in a chapter where someone dies and you're like, "Oh my god."
3: Yeah. You know, and, and oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, once in a while I'll get a um I'll get a visual, I'll get a scene in my head. And then um, I just have to wait for the book to catch up to whatever I saw. I have no idea how we're going to get there. It just tends to happen. And uh, somehow it all comes together and works stand.
2: the end. That's very exciting. Very exciting. So is this, this is obviously book one in a series, right? I mean, are we going to keep oh, no. going in this world or this is it?
3: This is it. So this is actually my second book and both of them were standalones.
2: Okay, yeah it's it's a
3: pretty it's a pretty hefty is a pretty hefty volume so there's there's a lot of story there
2: so what was book one the first book that is not they're not connected right they're just no
3: no no okay so so uh on on amazon i also have a book called rogue adapt which is kind of a um a more simple more traditional fantasy epic fantasy kind of novel but still has multiple points of view many different characters end of the world scenario Great battles, great cinematic, um, great cinematics, and uh, yeah, that one that one is they're similar in tone. Uh, Red is a lot darker, um, but um, Rogue Adept was was a lot of fun, and uh, I've gotten a lot of good reviews for people who helped me with that one. Nice. So I've got
1: a question. Yes, sir. Okay. So what? What? do you study or read that has led you to write these two books this way? Do you read a lot of psychotherapy? Is that what's going on there? <laughs> Are you a fantasy guy? What's going on with, the, also, with the, especially this last book talking about, yeah. uh, you were almost talking in psychotherapy terms. What's going on there?
3: Okay. So, so my, um, my training, my degree is actually in clinical psychology. Boom.
1: Yeah. So
3: of course that was, you know, 30 years ago, but um, yeah, that that is how my mind works. I'm really interested in consciousness and emotions and different states of consciousness. Um, Mm. I've always, uh, I've been uh, kind of um, I've been interested in dreams my whole life and um, anything involving that kind of thing, shamanism and meditation and dream work, all that kind of stuff is right up my alley. I've been a fantasy sci-fi reader since I could start reading. Um, read Tolkien over and over and over again, and uh, continual to just read everything I get my hands on. Okay. Well, that's what it sounded like. You yeah. wouldn't be a reader of Jung, would you? No, I am aware of Jung and and uh, I love the idea of the collective unconscious. That makes a lot of sense to me. But I have okay. not actually read his work.
2: Ooh. Okay. Come on. Sorry I interrupted for no no, you yeah, that was awesome. Going on that line, because I mean you you've studied a lot of these writers and right
1: i would love to have a conversation with him just about his eastern mysticism attitudes mm-hmm.
2: okay because well, i do
1: love the whole concept of eastern mysticism you it- then i read john
3: yeah do you like alan watts
1: uh, he's way he's a little bit too stoned for me <laughs> <laughs>
3: Mm-hmm. I get just It's a little too loose. Tell to little stone. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Man, anyway. anyway.
2: So what? <laughs> what you know? Looking at your books, um, and you've got your your two standalones. One's a little darker than the other. Yeah. Um, what what's next for you? Like, do you do you have another? in the similar of this one or are you going in a completely different direction with the next one what are your thoughts for what's coming so
3: kind of both um so i did i usually start a project before i end the last one i like to have stuff you know continually something to work on so i started a new project that was gonna be exponentially more complex than the first two and i worked on that for a while um but then i am kind of put that to the side, and now I'm much more interested in working on kind of a a book of essays about my understandings and things, kind of what we were just talking about with Russell. Um, Work I've done over my lifetime, um, different spiritual experiences, meditations, and my own kind of um, interpretations of reality. Ooh. Ooh. So I've been working on that for a little while now that's going to be I think a much easier book. Um, it is really different though because because it's not linear right
1: right,
3: right. so how to put separate uh, you know chapters that are short essays together into a way um, and by easy I mean probably just word count
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, most of most of my books are like one hundred fifty thousand words to two almost two thousand hundred thousand words. I think this is going to be a much smaller volume. That's about the only thing I mean by easy.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, with nonfiction, you definitely want to stay um, on a shorter word count. Um, mm-hmm. before, you know, but so what are some of the things that you're thinking of in terms of the organization? I mean, do you are you thinking of doing it based on like the different um psychological schools of thought and kind of organizing them that way or are you thinking more along the lines of your actual development you know as as a person and organizing it more to your own life and the impact that they've had in your life
3: i know some of it is chronological um you know but but that doesn't work thematically so there may be a section that's more about um, emotional development, and then maybe some sections that are more about um, interpretations of like spiritual experiences, inner workings. Um, but even that doesn't feel right. There's, there's, there are threads that I have to figure out how to weave together in, a, in an interesting way. And I'm not quite there yet. That's, that's kind of the fun, and I think is gonna be the hardest part of, of getting this book together, is putting it all in a way that makes sense and explain enough early on so that um i'm not leaving people confused
2: yeah and it sounds like it might be something that you're not going to finalize until you actually have all the essays that you want and you can lay them out and and figure it out for sure
3: yeah so kind of going back to like the quilting um yeah i think i need to get all the blocks together and then i can play around with you know how they flow together you know energetically as well as as thematically you know, how do they feel? How do they build on each other? Um, Which ones are more complex? Um, Try to work from that angle, I think.
2: So do you have like a favorite character from your book? Like a character that you really, really love the most?
3: Um, This book, because there's like six or seven, they're, they're all a little piece of me, right? So there's, there's the, the, the silent mercenary who is a really little guy who has to kind of fight to gain respect I like him a lot. Um, then there's a um, there's a really huge guy. I'm, I'm six five so I'm kind of used to you know living as a big person. So one of the characters is, is my size, but he's kind of like a linebacker, but he's completely inward directed. So he is a seeker after truth. And he's one of the characters who kind of jumps between the two timelines. Um, so his, he's the one with the, the deeper thoughts and I, I like him a lot too, his name is Simeon.
0: Wow. So how did you come up with the whole concept behind you know your book, Red?
3: Um, I didn't. Um, I just wrote and just, then- like,
0: popped, The sentence just popped in your head and you just ran with it? Absolutely. Yeah. I could, I don't, I just couldn't do that. I guess that's what you meant by like discovery writer. And I wasn't understanding that. Cause I was like, I want to know what like fueled this whole thing. Cause I, I studied psychology in college, but I went the research route. I never made it to right. clinical psychology. I got married, mm-hmm. in group, so I'd never made it that route, but maybe that's why your book is like so appealing to me. Cause I'm like, I was telling free came on. I was like, I'm gonna have to download this book, but I love your cover too. So that's where I was mm-hmm. like, I want to know. So,
3: well.
2: Fun facts, fun facts. Speaking of the cover, like um, how did you come up with your concept?
3: Oh, I got really lucky. So so I had already written probably half the book, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have the red is, is uh, you know, the antagonist and, and the concept of a red mist. And so one day just by instinct or just on impulse, I did a Google search for red mist and one image came up. From a particular uh, artist, and it and it was perfect. The tone was perfect. the The colors were perfect, and so I just contacted him. I found out his information online, contacted him, looked through his stuff, and we collaborated. and Came up with this. Very nice. It was fantastic. That, that, awesome.
2: That's awesome.
3: Yeah, yeah. He was he was really easy to work with. His name is Christopher Velasquez I think he's um he's on the um if you look up the book he's his name is is under there as the illustrator um but his work is fantastic and I'll probably be working with him again oh, yeah. yeah and it was all done just through email we we never talked on the phone we never met um he's up in New York I'm in you know the top part of Maryland um but it was a blast
2: mm-hmm. I mean it is a, a compelling cover That's mm-hmm. I mean like when uh, when Amy sent it to me I was like ooh. You know, I, I wanted to know what that was about because right away, you know, the color composition,
1: mm-hmm.
2: the, the little the little character in the front, everything, it just drew me in.
3: You yep. should show
2: <laughs> it again, Mr. Russell. Russell, can you show the cover?
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My
1: own jingle. yeah,
0: it's my jingle. <laughs> yeah i just love i loved it like the, when you sent it to me last night that i was just like holy crap this is awesome
2: mm-hmm. yeah and see, like you really feel like compelled to know yeah like, i look at this cover i feel compelled to know what what is going on with that little girl you know i mean mm-hmm. it's older uh older i don't know if she's an older character or a younger character in your book but I feel kind like, okay, I, I feel concerned
3: <laughs> for this, yeah, right. in this
2: moment, you know? Yeah.
3: But one thing, one thing I want you to notice is look at her posture and look at her hands.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's gonna go. You know, because she's
3: ahead. she's a little badass.
0: Yeah, she is.
3: Yeah, she's not afraid. And and this is uh, a, a scene from earlier in the book where the 14-year-old female who becomes one of the main kind of implements of destruction um when she starts earning her power wow yep.
0: i love it i love it well yeah, i have a because... granddaughter like that <laughs> <laughs> yes we are coming up on time though so before i kick it to you guys for closing comments questions concerns whatever i'm going to talk about through the eyes of authors so tonight we have kathy murphy the pulpwood queen is talking about book clubs and why they are important so join us tonight on through the eyes of authors Fern is talking again, if you missed her, on the 8th. She's talking again on the 29th, all you know behind the scenes of owning a publishing company and what all you need to know. So make sure that you tune in on the 29th for Fern. But Russell, I'm kicking it to you. What is your closing thoughts, comments,
1: questions? Uh, I'm dying to read the book because I want to see where his philosophy on psychotherapy or his... Uh, Eastern mysticism leaks in. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, you you should. You totally should. I mean, I just, as my final comment, I totally want to invite everybody this Saturday, uh, 7 p.m., Authorology is hosting their first annual gala. You know, uh, Inklings Publishing is releasing the book and, you know, just come party, just come celebrate. You know, we have so much to celebrate in, in spite of everything going on in the world and pandemics and stuff. There's a lot to celebrate. So do come out and play.
0: Yes. And Tom, thank you so much for joining us today and telling us all about your book. I know all of us are going to go download it because we were super excited <laughs> last night when we got the cover for it. So thank you so much for awesome. carving out you know, the time to talk with us today.
3: Oh, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. It's been great meeting you guys.
0: Of course. Anytime you are welcome back anytime. So you guys have a fantastic Monday. I'll see you guys tonight. And if I don't have a great rest of your week.